0: two four one six eight (laughs) no i'm not a toddler learning how to count 24168 are numbers that tell us how much time we have, 24 hours a day and 168 hours a week. Today's episode is about managing the time that we have, getting the most out of the time that we have, and staying creative within the time that we have, especially now that the whole world is under quarantine. Before you listen, I want you to clap for yourself. You're doing well, you're doing a good job, this is tough for everybody, and you're making it work. You're even here listening to our podcast. So, that for yourself. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. Welcome to She Shows Up Podcast, giving you the tools and strategies you need to create, lead, sell, and stand out online. It's time to show up. And here's your host, Tolu Michaels. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of She Shows Up Podcast. I'm so thrilled that you're here today. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Today's episode is a Q&A episode and the question for this week is from Lara. She says, hi Tolu, thank you for your weekly emails. Can you share how you find the time to do all of this and how you stay creative and motivated, especially now that the whole world is under lockdown? Thanks, Lara, for that question. So for those who do not know, I have a young family, so in this house, it's my husband, myself, and our daughter, who is a toddler. So many times when people ask me these questions, when subscribers ask me these type of questions, they're asking because they know that I have a toddler at home and they're wondering, so how do you get this done? What I'm hearing in Lara's question is twofold. I'm hearing her asking about time management and also how to stay creative, how to continue to pop out my work, how to make sure that you know I'm not lagging behind even though things are really heavy right now. So thank you, Lara, for that question. I'll be sharing strategies to help you thrive while working from home. Even now, it's useful now that the whole world is under quarantine and it's still going to remain useful even after this season. I'll also talk a bit about how I stay creative. But the most important thing I want you to know is that productivity is not even about doing new things. <laughs> productivity is about getting things done, whether new or old, whether little or big. So, this idea that or because this person is taking five courses at the same time, they're more productive than me. That's not correct. Or because everybody is now saying, oh, five things you can do with your extra time, 10 things you can do right now, eight ways to make use of stay-at-home time. Listen, those things are options. So if somebody says 10 things you can do right now, they're giving you options. Nobody's saying go and do all the 10 because as a matter of fact, even though there is stay-at-home going on right now, we still have the same 24 hours we still have 168 hours a week. That is not going to change. So you're still going to need to manage your time. You're still going to need to maintain your energy and just get things done. So some people might not even do new things this period. Some people might not feel innovative this period. And that's okay. It's okay because it's stressful enough that you have to be physically distanced from people that you love. And then put on top of that, that you have to work under certain conditions you can't just say oh i'm going to the office you know to work so all that is stressful enough but just the fact that you're getting your regular work done is enough reason to clap for yourself okay so first thing i'm going to say to you is you need to determine what matters to you everything cannot be important at the same time so at the end of the month when you're reviewing how your month went what's going to be important to you what will matter when you're reviewing your performance, how are you going to measure your own performance? You need to write those things down and keep reminding yourself about it because as time goes on, different ideas will keep coming, different suggestions of what you could do with your time will keep coming, but time is not going to expand. You know, you're not going to have more than 24 hours. So determine what matters to you and then set the intention for your month, for your week, for your day. If you can't set an intention for your own month, at least you can set the intention for a day. So every night, you know, make up your mind about what you're going to do the next day, decide on the three biggest things, the three tasks you need to accomplish. And I say three because I find that many times our to-do lists are too long and it's it's sort of like setting yourself up for failure. Like, you know, there's no way I could do this 25 things on my to-do list, but you put it there anyway. So I don't think it should be that way because you will lose motivation if you constantly do not reach your goals. So Set yourself up for success by simplifying it in the first place. Set the intention about the important things that you need to do for that day. And then when you are planning, you know, look at time holistically. I use something I call the 24-hour timetable. I made it myself and every month, every three months, I review it. You know, sometimes I just create a new one. It's really simple. So take an A4-sized sheet of paper for the columns you know, have columns representing each hour. So one to two, two to three, three to four, just like that. And then, you know, you have rows representing each day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So what it does is that it helps you to see your, you know, entire week holistically, as opposed to uh, a to-do this app or a calendar that just shows you today. But this 24 hour calendar shows you all your hours. So even if you're sleeping, for example, on my calendar, I have a block of time that is just sleeping every day at that time, I'm asleep. So the only thing written in those columns is sleep. And that's okay. At least I know now how many hours I spent sleeping. You know, what you'll find when you do this, when you plug everything in there, you know, putting time for lunch, putting time for meetings, putting time for writing, putting time for working, putting time for calling clients, whatever, putting all of those time there. What you'll find is that you have little blocks of time, space, you know, in your day, time that you didn't even know you had, you'll see it. The idea is not to fill up every block of time. As a matter of fact, you should not fill up every single block of time. The idea is to let you know, after you have put in the big stuff, after you have put in the things you have to do, Consistently. I remember when I was in university, some things that were consistent there were, you know, time for class. My classes were consistent. um You know, time for study, that was consistent. Time for review, time for tutorial, that was consistent. Time for lunch, you know, I kind of had a schedule planned out. And right now, that might not be your scenario because, you know, right now you're working from home. So you might not even have a specific time for certain things, but still put in those things that are. Constants when you sleep you know when you wake up and what are the things you do in the first two hours when you wake up put all of those things there so that you can see the extra time you have so that extra time is what you use when people say hey do you have a minute hey can we catch up hey can we do this you know and then you look at that calendar and you're like okay yes sure we can do this this time and you put it in there but do not fill up every single block of time for goodness sake it's okay to have you know just flexible time that is for you absolutely doing nothing <laughs> on paper you're doing nothing but what will happen is that when that time actually comes you know in real life you're able to be flexible enough to accommodate other things that are important the little things the little joys of life you're able to accommodate taking a walk you're able to accommodate you know trying on a new recipe just listening to music whatever because you have that extra time and i always say plan for distractions meaning Understand that even if you said you were going to use four hours to do something, it might take you four hours and 30 minutes. So that's why you should always have, you know, all that extra time. Then another thing to help you stay motivated is to raise necessity. So when you have something important on your to-do list, ask yourself, why is this even important? Why do I have to do it now? And if I don't do it now, what's going to go wrong? What will it cost me? You know, how is this going to matter if I don't do it? That will do two things for you. One, it will give you the motivation you need to get something done. Or it will show you why you shouldn't even be doing it in the first place. And that way you avoid doing meaningless work, which is just perfect. Okay. So another thing that is very important for helping you make the most of your time is really to batch your work. You know, some people switch tasks, you know, they keep going from one task to the other. So they're writing now, then they're designing next, and then they're editing all at the same time. No, I think that batching is the best way to get more out of your time. So even though you have the same 24 hours, it can go further for you than for someone who is constantly, you know, task switching. What do I mean by this though? So batching your work, for example, is like doing the same type of work within a time frame. So if I'm writing, then I'm just writing within a particular time frame. If I'm folding, you know clothes then i'm just folding clothes within a particular time frame if i'm cooking or or prepping food then i can just prep for different meals for the day at a particular time frame as opposed to saying oh i'm prepping food and i'm also sending out an email and then i'm also looking out for the laundry so that's task switching or you know some people call it multitasking but in that scenario it's actually not effective it makes you less productive it makes you you know It's like doing scatter work. So it takes up more time than it should actually do. Another thing that you need to do, especially right now, is to use environmental triggers. So this helps me a lot to stay the course, to stay motivated. You know, sometimes you can't even trust yourself to remember what you're supposed to be doing in the moment. But when you have environmental triggers, it kind of reminds you. So for example, if you're supposed to send emails every Thursday like I do, You know that it has to be somewhere that you can see it, write emails. You have to write emails and then schedule it earlier. So if you are remembering the email, you should have sent on Thursday by Friday, then something is wrong. So environmental triggers are different things. It could be like little post-it notes. It could be your timetable, you know, just in front of you. It could be your calendar. It could even be just having a particular spot for doing particular things. For example, I have a workspace when I'm there, I know I'm there for work. That has really helped me to get in the zone. Once I come into that spot, I know that I'm there for work. Another thing that some people do is they put what they need around them. So for example, if you decide that I need to go run in the morning, you might just put your running shoes at the foot of your bed so that once your feet hit the ground, (laughs) as your feet hit the ground, you're seeing those running shoes first. If you want to remember to drink water throughout the day, so you can have a post-it, you know, just by a laptop that says drink water, or you can have a bottle of water in front of you all day all those are environmental triggers. What you're doing is you're using visual cues to jumpstart your decision-making. So instead of thinking, do I want to do this or procrastinating, okay, can I do this later? You have a visual cue just in front of you, reminding you, hey, you can do this and you should do it now. That works very well. Now, if you have other stakeholders, you have family members, you know, especially now that people are working from home, we have people around us all the time. So you want to communicate with them, let them know, What's coming, let them know what you're going to be doing next day and set expectations. For example, during the season, I had a couple of live stream interviews and all of that. So I tell my husband, okay, I'm going to have this program at so time. So please, you're going to be babysitting at that time. And because I have communicated ahead of time, he's also able to adjust his own schedule to accommodate that. So communication is something that's really going to help all of us. It's not going to be easy. We're all in each other's faces because we're all, you know, huddled together with our family members working But what we can do when we communicate, when we let them know what we need to do and when. It would help them adjust their own schedule to accommodate you. And that's what you really need at this time. Take a break. And this sounds so counterintuitive, but taking a break is going to do wonders for your creativity. Like just get up and take a walk, go outside. Fresh air is good for your body. And so is the vitamin D and so is the exercise. So it's a win-win-win situation. You have nothing to lose. Take a break, get outside. During your breaks, it's an opportunity to think about something other than work. It's an opportunity to get inspired. It's an opportunity to see what's outside, you know, and just connect with nature and with yourself. So again, it goes back to what I said, which is don't fill up every single block of time. Plan for distractions, plan for breaks, plan for entertainment so that you don't get stressed, so that you don't feel overwhelmed, so that you know you don't lose yourself in trying to do all these things. Step away when it feels overwhelming. But I recommend that if you can take a break before you even get overwhelmed. But if you do get overwhelmed step away don't try to take control of station don't try to say oh let me just finish this email i promise you everybody's gonna be all right they're all gonna be there when you come back so step away and you know do something else listen to music do whatever comes you do whatever is best for you and good for you at that time you need to protect your energy because guess what we need you we need you to be here tomorrow we need you to be here so Protect your energy, you know, protect your mind and don't inundate yourself with meaningless work. If you don't have to do it, don't do it. And that's going to be, you know, the point that I'll use to wrap up today's episode. Even though it looks like we have more time, we don't really have more time in the real sense of it. We still have 24 hours a day and 168 hours a week. But what we do have is probably more flexibility and the time we've gained some time back, you know, the time we use in commuting the time we use in getting around. So now that many people are home, you might have gained that time back, but do not feel the need to fill it up with work. So set boundaries for yourself. Set boundaries within the times that you work. So you're going to say, I'm going to work from this time to this time, or I'm going to do this from this time to this time and try to stick to it so that you can account for what you have done with yourself in this period. You don't have to say yes to everything. Yes, everybody's saying, oh, let's do virtual parties. Let's do house parties. Let's do this one. You know, let's FaceTime just because people are now physically distancing. It's okay to partake in those things, but you should know when it's too much for you. If you feel like, oh, this is too much. I've had two sessions already today. I don't want to have a third one. It's okay to say no. When you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. And whatever that something else is, it's fine. It's your priority and that's all that is important. No is not a life sentence. If you say no today, you might always say yes tomorrow. You always have other opportunities to say yes. So that's totally, absolutely fine. (laughs) All right. So those are some of the strategies that help me thrive um, while working from home, help me manage my time, help me stay creative and motivated. And in the show notes, I'm also going to add some of the tools I use just so that you can access them as well. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode and remember, it's time to show up like only you can. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of She Shows Up Podcast. We have more inspiring episodes for you and to access all the tools and strategies and links that we refer to in today's episode, head over to shishowsuppodcast.com. Go there now and I'll see you online.